Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Katmia. Welcome to the This and That Chat. I forgot what the song sounds like. And you still don't have headphones? And I still don't have headphones. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the This and That Chat. Where we chat about this and that. <laughs> and I'm this and Ketmia is that. And why do you say that? And I'm sounding like Dr. Seuss. And why do you say that? Because our little hiatus of the show has created a void in our week because we just have been so extremely busy and tired and there has been so much that has been going on that unfortunately the chat is what suffered but we're back we were on a break we were on a break (laughs) oh i was asking why do you say that you're this and i'm that oh i didn't finish oh so right um as you can see we're still the same where the roadrunners and oh (laughs) and yeah so anyways um so i have received a couple voice memos from Ketmia, who has sent them to me just so that we can catch up on our day, because that's how busy it is. We have to send each other voice memos, because sometimes we miss each other's phone calls and um, time to talk is limited. So I get these voice memos from Ketmia, and she goes... Welcome to the This and That Chat, where it's just that and this is missing. (laughs) Uh, Isn't that what you said? How is that you said it? Hold on. Shall I play the beginning of it? Yes. Hold on. Let me go start talking while I find it. Oh, man. I don't want to spoil it because I've sent you a couple and they both start the same How do I find that? Uh, I don't know if you saved it. <clears throat> I did, but we but, send but so many messages. But to it's each like, other. hey, welcome to the that chat where this is missing oh, and that is lonely. Here we go. <laughs> welcome to the that chat where this is gone and that is still very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna play it again. Because I put it on the wrong side of the mic. And I said, and I said, this is gone. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Welcome to the that chat where this is gone and that is still very lonely. (laughs) So, yeah. So that. So it's a mini episode. It's like one to two minutes long. Yeah. Hold on. I wonder if I can find the The original one. Yeah, the original one. Yeah, you saved it. I've saved them. Because they're hilarious. And it's just me giving like a snippet of something that happened. One thing out of the many things that happened in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, see it here. But you have really enjoyed getting that, huh? Yes, they, they are funny. They are quite enjoyable. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait, hold on. Lonely. <laughs> I'm your host. 
those are those have been uh, these little voice memos that I'm getting from from Kat. Yeah, she she records them. I guess while she's driving to school or home or driving home or whatever. And um, they've been they've been enjoyable to hear because it's just catching up on the day stuff that happened to her and and whatever. But um, her opening has been hilarious. And I think that in one of our previous episodes, if not several. Um, there was a comment that was made by either one of us, like, what would happen if we ever got divorced? What It would become, like, the that chat or, or the, the this, this chat. chat. Yeah. So we assumed a, uh, a word <laughs> for each of us. So I thought it was appropriate. But I've actually missed this a lot. And I think that... I mean, even recording today is was not planned. It's like I'm getting surprised with this. Um, I it was completely unexpected mm-hmm. um, because I've been saying to you how much I've missed doing this, and it's because our time in general has become so filled with separate lives that the coming together part already before was you know it was it was difficult it was tight it was limited it was limited but now and now it's like non-existent right you know and so to me stopping for the hour that it takes to record this you know or 30 minutes like that is a luxury that we do not have anymore and so that should, gives us so like should a we stop. give a cliff notes version of a, a everything that has happened in the last few months. Yeah, and I don't even remember when was our last episode, so I don't remember where we were. So I think I think a good spot to start might be where Nikki moved to. And I remember doing Orlando. an episode about that. So I think we talked about it, mm-hmm. but it hadn't happened yet. Maybe, no, no. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no. I I think we did one after because I talked about how hard it was for me mm-hmm. afterwards. So. Um, so I, I feel, it almost feels like we became empty nesters. Yeah. And then we had, we kind of filled space yeah. with the extra time that we had for stuff that we're doing. Right. Plus you went into clinicals, which um, I thought was going to be an easier time. But in reality, it was like you going to full time twice because you had... All your clinicals, you're working 40 hours a week. And then you had to come home and study because you still had school. school. So it's like I'm doing school full time and working full time. Yeah. And those two months were absolutely crazy. So Nikki leaves to to school. She moves up to, to Orlando with our son. We become empty nesters. You go into double full time. The business, thank God has be has been what it's been because it's booming. It's booming, but it's also your busy season, regardless. Right, it's regardless on top of everything. It's mm-hmm. my busy season, and then we're busy on top of it. Right, my crew has almost doubled because of the amount of work that's been coming in. Um, <gasps> I just realized something. What? It's like we went through growing meep, meep. pains. Meep, meep, meep. Did you hear that? Yes. There's growth happening in your business and 
my future, my life, all that stuff, and us becoming empty nesters, but it isn't without pain. Mm -hmm. Why did the term growing pains get said? Like, what's what's the background on that? I'm, that's I'm sure something that, I need to I'm look sure up. That's probably you're probably right in the in the vicinity of it. Wow. It's, you know when you there's a phrase that has been around forever and ever, and then all of a sudden you relate to it? Oh, I can't. Never mind. I was going to share something. I can't share it on here. Ooh, why? Because so it was an origin of a, of a phrase. Uh-huh. You're going to have to remind me later so that I can share it. I can't share it on here. So I wrote something okay. in all of this missing time. Okay. okay that... It was like one of those moments where it was like I had a moment like that driving to school and listening to a song. And I had a thought that I was like, it blew my mind. Okay. And I said, when you're happy, you enjoy music. Right. But when you're sad, you understand the lyrics. Okay. And. There was a song that I was listening to that I love. It's a good song. It has a good beat and all that stuff to it. It's just a nice song. That's what it would be normally. But in that moment, it was everything. That It was like, this song understands me right now, you mm-hmm. know? So it was just one of those thoughts that I was so like, wow. Your thought has triggered a dad joke memory. Okay. So, Sylvester Stallone, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Arnold Schwarzenegger are in a um, in a meeting, and they're talking about wanting to make a movie about the greatest composers around. And Sylvester Stallone says, <clears throat> I'll be Mozart. And um, Jean-Claude Van Damme says, I'll be Tchaikovsky. And Arnold Schwarzenegger looks at him and says, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Do you know what they wanted him to say? Go ahead. I'll be Bach. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be Bach. I have one for you. Okay, go. What's the plural of tank? Tanks? You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. I'm so stupid. Why did I fall for that? Oh my gosh, that was so good. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? No, I'm, I feel stupid now. Stop. Oh my god. You have to do that to Mike. You have to do that to Nick. Okay. But it has to be speaking to them. Because when you type it out, they know. That's horrible. That's okay. so funny. That's stolen from the dad joke encyclopedia, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, so where were we? The whole go oh, okay. everything that's gone on. Yes, so, so hold on. So you're in clinicals, mm-hmm. full time double. I'm like, go go go! So many people, all the everything going crazy. Then, on top of everything else, okay, my mom gets a hip replacement somewhere in the in between of this thing, okay, and to make a long story short, she gets an infection. At the joint, so at the titanium joints, where there is no flesh, there is no blood, there is nothing there, and there's no way at all 
to treat this infection except for her to have a major operation, which essentially requires for my parents to move in with us for the for the foreseeable for for the foreseeable future. Until so, the replacement can right, be until replaced. Until the replacement can be replaced. Because it had to be taken out. Yeah, so they took it out and they put this like a spacer thing just to kind of hold her leg in place. Um, as she is recuperating from the infection to then be able to get another hip replacement. And context, your parents don't live right. in this city. Right, yeah. They our, live our, three, my parents, and, yeah, a half hours three and a half away. hours north. But their doctor is here. Right. So it's not like they can... You know, yeah. if, the, if that had been over there, they'd be fine. Right. In their house. Yeah, so then, like, so, <clears throat> you know, so we kind of started to adapt to being empty nesters, right? And we kind of had our little routine and all the kind of stuff in the house and the way we were making dinner, the way we were, just everything the way that it was happening. And now we have my parents living in the house which we are so grateful that we have the space to be able to do this. It's the perfect timing. It's the, the perfect timing in, to be able to do in it. Our, in like where we have no kids at home. Right. Right, because I think it would have been really hard. If, oh, if the kids yeah, were home. yeah. Even and though we have a very spacious house, I think everyone would have. Would, yeah, it just it would have been a lot. Right. Yeah. If, if Mike was home and Nick was home and then my parents were also here, yeah. I think it, it would have been really, really hard because we right. had to like move furniture. Yeah. We had, like, there was stuff that we had to adjust and change in the house. Yes, our house is, it has been, um, what's it called? It's not. Upended? No, no, no. Like, um, I'm looking. You know when they create a space where a handicapped person can have, like, a ramp? It's been what? Modified. Yes. So it's it's been yeah. modified. Yeah, because my mom has to walk with a walker. And initially she came in with a wheelchair. Yeah, it was, yeah. So... The good thing in this is we found out that when we're old, we'll be okay. Yeah. There's plenty of way to get around. Yeah. We just won't be able to come in the movie room. We can put a ramp. We could put a ramp. Boom. Problem we're solved. Good. We're good. We may need a ramp up the... Up the she, front, yeah. Yeah, up the front, too, yeah. you know. Um, Anyways, so... But it's yeah. one of those things where I feel like it's been a lot of little things that have happened, right, that... Alone, it's not It's not impactful or significant or noteworthy at all. Together, it's like you're raising the pressure in a pressure cooker. And then now you've got it like at full blast. Yeah, we, And you we, thought you were just simmering. <laughs> Do, got, does that make sense? Yeah, it got to the point where it, it almost caught us completely off guard. But that's what I'm saying, because it was just, you know, like we we were, like you said, we were experiencing the newness of empty nesting, which I got to say, everything I thought I was going to experience during empty nesting, not at all. Empty nesting took me by surprise. Okay, so then I was dealing with that still. And then finally, all of a sudden, it was like one day you wake up. Because I had a really hard time with it. One day you wake up and all of a sudden you're like, I love my life. Yeah, it's like, ooh, this is cool. I love my life. And it, it's something that it was like Wednesday. It was like a party because the weekend's coming and we're going to have the weekend together. And Yeah, and we have like our routine for the weekend. Like 
we'd get up in the morning, we'd go have breakfast, you know, we ran a couple errands, we would come home, and we already were in this normal routine for mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. and um, it, it was great. It was great. And when things, all these little things created this pressure cooker for us, it affected us. It affected me and kept me out. Like, it was, it was like a, oh shit moment. I said it again. Oh, I didn't realize. Yep. It was an, an oh shoot moment. And it, it, it was really like, oh shoot. So we had to, and, and we had, we had a couple weeks where we had to readjust so that we could refigure it out. And it was, it wasn't that it was, it wasn't there before, but it was so far in the background in its own pressure cooker that we hadn't met with that monster yet. And it's not, you know, it's not like we were going to like, not, I'm not saying like we were hating on each other. It was just, it was the new norm of Ketmia in her yeah, not hating on each other, but I feel like we lost sight of each other. Yeah, because we were somehow we were in, in our, all of this. Well, like like you said, we were we were running parallel races, mm-hmm. two different races, but we were right next to each other, close enough to where we can pull our hand out and touch each other, but we weren't going anywhere together. Right, but we were, even in that, I I saw a gear. Okay, that made me think about that where we were at. Where it's like you're doing this, and so, do you see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like there's just like this, this little moment where you're here, but it's pulling you away again, you know. And so, it just, it felt like now we didn't, and I don't even know. I don't even know what it was. I don't. It was even like a know. miss. It was like a misfire. I we, don't know we, if it was just we like were, okay. Like we're the just, engine was running and it was okay, and then it would just kind of sputter. And like, I think like we both put our heads down, okay, and just like pushed forward mm-hmm. with everything that was going on. And when you looked up, it was like, "Why are you like all the way out there? Yeah, I'm alone. How did there. I get all the way out here? You know." And then, yeah, you're alone. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, it just felt like everything was pulling us away. And there was no stop to be able to say, hold on, let's catch your breath. Let's, you know, readjust. Everything just demands, you know. So we did have a weekend away. Mm -hmm. And in that weekend away, I felt that a lot of those conversations that were waiting to be had that was the opportunity where it was like all of a sudden it was like, like everything did come to a stop and now it's time to deal with why does it feel like well, we're running our, two on different our weekend it yeah. came out that's what i'm saying and then we we resolved at home right cuz we were we there was um an understanding of what was the thing that was going on that we were running those separate races um but then we came together with it yeah so so maybe that's what we needed and i'm sure that in hindsight that's exactly what we say about every other time in which there has been 
a, a point of struggle in our marriage and our relationship or anything like that. You're like, oh, if this hadn't happened, then we wouldn't have, you know? Mm-hmm. So and we've, we've talked about, um, I, I think we talked about this before on the chat, in one of the chats, where we had said that, you know, the person that we married, the person that we first got together with, is not the person that we're with now. And There's you know different what? iterations. And I and want to spend a variations. little bit of time on that. And like we're, 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 it's growing, right? We're changing and growing. So in a lot of movies, you'll hear this, but sadly, we have heard this in real life as well, okay? Where one of the spouses will say, you're not the person that I married or you're not the person I fell in love with, right? And I have always thought, yes, they are still the same person. It's you that just doesn't like them anymore you've changed and now you want something else right but the truth is is that yes you are not the same person circumstances and events in your life change you and maybe the changes are so subtle that the person you live with doesn't notice them until they start feeling different themselves and then all of a sudden it's like well you are not the same person and Mm -hmm. that is true you're not. The point is, is that a reason not to love each other anymore? Because if you want to just love well, and go. be with if the you, person that you, you want. Right. If you because just want to be with that person that you married with in the beginning, then that means that you never wanted that person to grow or change or do anything, which we all need to. You can marry the most wonderful person in the world, but... Life is going to do things to you that make you stronger, that show you what you're made out of, like all that stuff. You cannot stay the person that you were. Yeah, and, we, and we've discussed the last two years, two and a half years now, have been very difficult for us. They've, they have been very challenging for us. So, um, again, some of those spots have caught us off guard and we needed to adjust on our end for it to work. And I think probably in the last two and a half years, there's probably been two or three versions of us. Like it's, I feel like a, like a computer where we keep on getting these little updates and like we just keep, we keep changing for but real. It's like an Apple update. You know how they always send the update, and then shortly thereafter they send one with patch with to all of their yeah. their bugs. So yeah, and t- so we've been very buggy. Yeah, we've been very buggy. So there's all these little patches that keep coming in, you know, and and that that has been that has been our life for the last couple of years, and. I don't know. It, it like you like we talked about. It's the it's the pressure cooker. It's kind mm-hmm. of what it's been, and and last few months have have really put a stress on those things, and a lot of it has come up. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, even the way we spend our time in the evenings, even the it just everything has changed. So, um, even to how we. How how right. we were how we had changed the way that we were eating. A lot of it has also been like, we just rather just get some olives and and you know just like like the minimal stuff. Just uh, what do we need to do to survive? 
because it's just that stressful. And it's hard what we're doing because running a business that's growing exponentially takes a lot out of you. And then going to school in the capacity that Ketmi is going is draining in itself. So, yeah, we're running ourselves ragged. Um, but we're getting there. We have, we're now in the same race. Yeah, and there has been a lot of, I feel personally for me, there's a lot of, uh, I want to use the word trepidation, but I feel like that's too fancy. But there's been a lot of hesitancy, there we go, on my part, um, mixed with a little bit of maybe fear of how much stress is too much stress. Why wouldn't trepidation work? No, because I don't know that people understand what the meaning, not everybody will understand what trepidation well, is. here it is, trepidation. Right. A feeling of fear or agitation about something that may happen. There you go. There you go. That's exactly why I wanted to say trepidation. Um, perfect. So, yes. How much pressure is too much pressure? Right? And is too he, much pressure bad? Well, that's the thing. So there's all of these. these th that's why that word is so perfect. May happen. There's these two possible futures, which there's Outcomes. so many. There's so many, right? But to be, to just put it in an easy context, there's two possibilities. There's the possibility that we get to the very end and whew, that was hard, but here we are and the future is better for it. Or it's the one where you get to the end, right? And you collapse and you die. You finish the race, but you died. Huh. So it's that one thing of, is it worth it? Have you is seen it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? Have you seen that guy that ran the marathon? And died? No, he didn't die. Okay, the way that you say stories sometimes, I just jump ahead. <laughs> People like, don't always have to die. You remember that guy who was in the movie? He died. I say that to you because you give me this long story. Whatever. So this guy, he ran. He, he, he wanted to do a marathon. And he put his entire everything into it he wanted to do uh like a 26 mile marathon one of the big ones race day finally came but he had pushed himself so much okay that he ran 25.88 miles he was close enough to see the finish line and he collapsed his muscles would not allow him to finish so he never finished the race. He got no credit because he had to be taken off of the course on a stretcher. So the point twelve miles, you're talking about, what is that, 300 feet, 200 feet, whatever it is, he could see the finish line. He didn't make it across the finish line. So he, he he gave everything he had the entire time to not even be able to right set be satisfied in like 
And if you collapse at the end of it and you pass that lease to finish line, like you're going to recover. Okay, cool. At least I finished. Goodness gracious. That would be horrific. So there is an example of you pushed yourself beyond the capacity of something that you cannot control because the will to make it to the end was there. But his body could physically not carry out what his will wanted. The video is hilarious, by the way. I'm I mean, sorry. it's actually very sad. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's like, call me what you want to call me. But I laughed so hard. He looked like a baby giraffe that was just born and was trying to walk. Poor thing. His legs were flopping and flipping and flooping all over the place. And he was falling on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Just to the point where, like, he was just done. He just sat there and just gave up. I mean, so, to p- bring it back, right? It's one of those where I see the stress that it's causing, right? I myself don't even know what is waiting for me. I remember one of the first things that I told you is I have no idea what to expect from clinicals. It seems like it should be easier, but somehow it just didn't feel like that. Plus, we missed this part. I had a really rough time at clinicals. Mm -hmm. Everyone at the school told us, you're going to love clinicals, right? And to clarify, there are aspects of clinicals that I loved, but when you sell it like that, it sounds like the entire experience is going to be one that you will love. In fact, they said... You are not going to want to come to school. You're going to want to stay there. It's going to be really hard when you have to come back to school for four months. When, in fact, it was not just myself, but five other people in my class who we all experienced this. We cannot wait to go back to school. Clinicals was not what we expected it to be. It was not because it was hard. It was just a major, major adjustment to something that was, it was like, I don't know, being thrown in the deep end of the ocean with sharks. And it's like, learn how to swim here. You excel so well in school that you're not in a, you're not in a school setting. You're now in a work setting. Um without the experience of using the machines. It was their first time going in and doing, you know, these x-rays and all this stuff that you were doing. And to top it all off, they put you with the guy who they said was the toughest, you know? Like, that has something to to be said about you, right? Um, And then you went in there and... I don't, I, I'll, I'll say it the way, I'm, the way I feel it is, but I think you broke him because at the end of it... My professor says that as well. Yeah. Those like, exact same words. Like <laughs> you, you broke the guy that they said was impossible to break, you know? And he, at the end, was a really cool guy, really difficult to deal with, <clears throat> had his, his things, but I mean... I think you kicked butt in clinicals. 
And it was hard because you had to not only deal with what you had to do, but you also had to deal with a very difficult personality. Plural. Leads, ladies. Plural. Personalities. I'm saying, yeah, you know, because then it's, it's, it's like you said, it's a, I think I've been in the workforce and many different aspects of it. Right. And you, I know the experience of being the new employee at a place. Right. But when you look around, even though you're new, these are your colleagues. These are your coworkers. You are on equal ground with them, except you're new. Right. Mm -hmm. And after you've been there two, three weeks, you're part of the team. Being in clinicals, it doesn't feel like you're part of a team. Well, because you're, you're a student. Because you're leaving. And you're you're like free work. Right. So and, and even you even said it where on the last week they were you you guys were starting to talk about, oh, you know, next week he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to start all over again, you know. Um and he and his comment about you was the fact that you did so much more than what other students have done because it you know this is a place where one student comes in and one student leaves another student comes in and then they leave and it's just rotation in and out um but it had gotten to the point where you were you were doing so much that it made their work easier which is essentially what it should be like but a comment that he made to you that you had that you said to me was that once the students get the requirements they um, take a back seat. They just take a back seat, you know? And I think that maybe that was one of the reasons why he waited so long to give out comps because he was playing the game of, you know, having these students last longer. Mm-hmm. But you were done with comps fairly quickly. Compared to what, yes. Compared to what it was. And you never stopped. You were, to the last day that you were there, working as if you were getting paid (laughs) you know so that has a lot to say about you well thank you for that but but i think that that also contributes to why it was difficult to just feel like it doesn't matter that i've been here two months i'm not i'm not part of this team these are not my colleagues not that i didn't want them to be but that isn't how you are viewed Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's difficult. It's like you you don't find your place. And worse, when we go back through clinicals, we're not going back to the same site where you've established rapport with people. They know how you work. They they remember. You've hey, learned how they work. Exactly right. So it's it's very hard. It's very hard. And for maybe there's people who love. Oh, I come in, I leave, and you know, I guess that's why traveling techs they like what they do. They don't really want to be part of a team. They just go in, do their job, and they leave, right? Um, I like that. I enjoy feeling like I'm part of a team. I like knowing my team. I like knowing how to help my team, all of that stuff, you know? So for me, that just, it was not the experience I thought it was going to be, which then if mentally and emotionally I am strained, add to that the fact that you still have to do schoolwork, right? When, when you're home, when you're supposed to be resting, when we're supposed to be spending time together. And then a couple weeks in, my grandmother unexpectedly died. Oh, yeah. Couldn't say, I completely forgot about that. And now I have an 
unexpected situation in a time where I am stressed beyond belief, I was crying on my way to clinicals Mm -hmm. for the first couple weeks because of the dread I would feel about going in. And that's before anything happened to my grandmother. So then you add that, and, and now I have mom, a devastated mom, mother. Yeah, and who then comes your mom down. came and stayed with us for a little while. For yeah, for just the time that she was there, and like even my grandmother's passing was was difficult. It, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't find it peaceful. You know, it well, was difficult. It was it a was, difficult passing. It's a different different time now. It's not like before. You know, um, before it was like the funeral would happen and people would get together and it was people would reminisce and then and then on top of that you weren't able to go to the funeral because you got sick. Super sick. Super like, sick. So so much so I think you missed what, four days of clinicals mm-hmm. or or yeah, sorry, right? Yeah, and I'm not a person to miss. Like I yeah. have been to school sick. And I don't know how in the world I didn't get sick during that time. Um, it was just compounded. But then I was sick for six weeks mm-hmm. afterwards. You ended up with bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know? And and in all of that, still putting in 100% at clinicals, still getting good grades at school. Like, that takes a lot from you, you know? And then it's just like, I felt like I didn't even have a moment to grieve with my mom. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's just like life keeps going. And it's just like, right. The treadmill is going. And if you stop running, you're going to fall and you're going to eat it. So, and not to continue to just bring up stuff, but we haven't seen our kids. We were supposed to remember. Yeah. We remember we were supposed to see them for Memorial Day Mm -hmm. weekend. And we were not able to go. And that, was so hard for me and i have felt for, well, throughout the for last memorial couple. and then for fourth of july oh yeah 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 yeah. so like yeah all of these plants that have just not and they have not been able to come down because they're having major car problems over there mm-hmm. they and their their car is just basically to get them to and from where they need to go yeah. and they're working you know dati's working full-time nikki's working a lot. Mike is like MIA because he graduates in two weeks and he's trying to get a final project put together. So like it's not because we don't want to. It's because we can't. Right. It's just things are just that right. that crazy. So all of these little things, I personally feel like if I spend just more than 60 seconds thinking about it, I feel like I'm so overwhelmed with emotions, right? And I know I can't do anything about it because that's just what it is. So I feel like everything that happens, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I can't deal with you right now. And it's just like, Hmm. just throw it in there, right? So, of course, when you and I are not running together, like together, together. It's salt in the it's, wounds. It's it no, it destabilizes the 
only thing that is holding everything together. Mm-hmm. If we're not okay, then it's like the there's the the very foundation of everything is is just cracking. Because I feel like without your support, then I have nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's when you when you start talking about everything, you're like, whoa, a lot has happened in the last few months that we've just said, okay, that happened. We just have to keep going. And when you look at it from here back, you're thinking, of course, you're going to pop at some point. But when you're in it, you're, I think you're just saying, like, please don't pop yet. Let me just get to this. So now I know to what to expect for my second clinical rotation. I think you know what to expect from it. And it doesn't change the fact that it's going to be extremely difficult. No, but when you go in with... You brace yourself differently. That's the thing. You strap in differently. Yes. Yeah. You know, and... And it's, it's very important also that we preserve our time and our space. Mm-hmm. That's super important. Because if I get an hour with you during clinicals, that's wow. While we are being showered with blessings from above. An hour. If I don't fall asleep in that hour. <laughs> it's, and sometimes it's, 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 it's me falling night. asleep. Because yeah. it's, it's a late night hour. So it's not like, oh, we're going to sit down. And, and then time and, is compressed on that at, side too. Right. It's not like, oh, let's stay up until midnight. No, because I'm, I'm falling asleep driving there. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, definitely this is a lot harder than, than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be academically difficult. Mentally, it was going to be stressful. But and I, there's a physical aspect that you that you're not kind of ready for. Right. You and know. and we we were talking about this yes yesterday I think or the day before. Where you said that one of the girls from one of the previous groups um, decided to go into uh, a very prestigious program. I guess, right? Was that, is that a good way to describe mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Um, into a program that that there are there's only one person in Florida that has graduated from this program, and this girl is or woman or whatever is going into this this program. Um, and I told Ketmia that I I feel that she would twenty years younger. Yeah, if she were twenty years younger, I would tell her to go for it. Because I think she would do such an amazing job. Because and it's you, interesting she has because she has been, she herself has been. Um, what was the word you used? Surprised. You were surprised. Yeah. Of what you're capable of. So. I'm still surprised. I text my family, updates every week. Okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. I'm still alive. I'm not dead. No, just like how I'm doing in class or <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm oh, not yeah, dead. Oh, yeah, I guess. Right? 
And it's just like it is it has been surprising for me. But it's interesting now, now that you bring it up again, then I think about it. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it 20 years ago. Why? Because 20 years ago, I was a brand new mom to two little kids. And I do not regret for one second the fact that I chose to oh, put absolutely anything not. that I wanted to do for myself, that I chose to put it on hold to be a stay-at-home mom with them. I, I, what I'm saying is... If it was 20 years ago and this is the path that we were in, I would say to right. do it. But I would not change a thing. I if, adore if, the fact that new, I got to do that. <laughs> and if you're new to our chat, go back. It's in season one uh, stories where we talk about how we met and how we got together and our kids and what we did with our kids and all that kind of stuff. You've got epicodes. Ep- uh, Epicodes. That's a new word. That's good. You have episodes galore. I was going into galore, but I don't but know. But there's no C in galore. I know, but I'm special, so okay. it's, it's color. Do you like, do you like confuzzled? Is that confused and be befuddled? No, but that's a good try. Confused? I'm confused and my brain feels fuzzy. I'm confuzzled. Confuzzled. Is that something you use with the girls? No, it's something that Nikki told me. Do the me. girls know about the chat? They don't know about the chat? Nope. I may spill the beans. No, I'm going to spill the beans when we graduate. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. That'll give them something fun to to go back. <laughs> if and, you want to keep in touch. Yeah. Hey, you. <laughs> if you guys want to hear us talking about you. Oh, man. But, um, Yeah. It's been a lot. Yeah. But, but it here feels we are. like uh, the, the storm has ended. The clouds have dissipated. The sun is out. And we still don't have a pool. No. Or a hot tub. Yeah. We should get at least a hot tub, right? It I would mean, be, and you know how nice it would be right now? Right now. To go out there. With a drink. Mm. Yeah. Don't make me sad. It's my only day off this week. I know. <laughs> Anyways, well, we're back. And this was fun. I'm glad we did this today. I am too. So come join us next week. And we will have more stories. And if it's not next week, it'll be the week after. But the week I'm, after, it's Mikey's graduation. We shall be gone. Well, well, we'll be here. You guys will be able to get more stories from us and us talking and chatting about stuff. And, um, yeah, if you have not heard all of our previous episodes, there's like, what is it? Like, Listen to like the 60? introductory episode to our chat. What was that, like a minute, two minutes long? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like you get a little glimpse of what uh, what we do here. Yeah, we have like sixty something episodes, and and I repeat, I repeat, this is the best gift that we are leaving our children and our grandchildren Mm -hmm. that they can hear us talking candidly about life, about the past, the dreams, like everything. Yeah, we're not we're not trying to get famous from this, but. 
If there's a sponsor out there that wants to give me a pool. Like Grunt Style? I mean, oh. no, I was saying sponsor like Grunt Style. Oh, I'll take Grunt Style. Heck yeah. I wear enough of their shirts. Yeah, I know. It's the only thing You're I wear. You're a model for them. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but you don't get featured or paid. <laughs> well, my photographer likes to take the same exact picture <laughs> where she catches me with a weird face. You don't like to take pictures. I have to sneak up on you. Oh, so the weird face is just my face. Well, I can't speak mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for joining us. Yes. And, uh... We look forward to coming and sharing some more stories. Till next time. All right. Goodbye now. Bye.